This is the Reluctant Leader Podcast, created because, through no fault of your own, you've become one. I'm your host, Mark Terrell, and I know how it feels when you're getting ground down by people issues, constantly firefighting, and wondering how on earth you ended up here. In each episode, I invite a guest to discuss a topic and give you three, sometimes more, top tips that will help you in your leadership role. They are experts in the field, and you'll find out why they do what they do and what took them down that path. For more resources to help you on your leadership journey, check out thereluctantleader.academy, where you'll find details of how to join the Reluctant Leader success path. So let's see who's in the hot seat this week. Today I'm talking to Liam McKelvey. Liam is a quad amputee who believes that everybody can achieve their goals and ambitions irrespective of how many limbs they have. After contracting meningitis as a young child, he has had to adapt and overcome challenges in order to live his everyday life. His experiences have helped him craft an attitude of positivity, self-belief and resilience, and he is now looking to spread this to others. By embracing certain mindsets, Liam is overcoming seemingly impossible challenges and believes that these attitudes can be embraced by anybody. I hope you enjoy this chat we had about mindset and I will catch you on the other side. Liam, welcome to the Reluctant Leader podcast. I've been looking forward to chatting to you. Um, you've got obviously a big story to tell us. Um, we're going to be talking about mindset today and um, you know, it's such an important part of everyone's life, um, lives and um, it, it, it really sort of is pivotal in the decisions we make. And I'm sure we're going to cover a lot around that. And I, I've sort of seen and heard about the, the work you're doing. So I'm looking forward to hearing about that. But before we get stuck into the, that topic, I always ask my guests, why do they do what they do? And what was the pivotal moment that took you down this path? Well, um, just just to say, to start off with, as a I'm an amputee. I've lost both hands and both feet. And you'll, you'll, kind of, you'll need to know that for the context of my story. Mm-hmm. So the pivotal moment for me was, well, there's quite a few, to be honest. But for me, it was when I dropped out of university. I studied architecture, despite the fact I've not got any hands. I can actually hold a pencil. And to be honest, I've got neater handwriting than most people with hands. <laughs> so... Yeah, I studied architecture for three years and then I dropped out and I was kind of lost within the wilderness of unemployment. And it took me about a year and a half to work up the courage to start looking for jobs. And I'm going to be honest, when you have a disability, a job search is quite a difficult thing to do because not many people can see past the disability. So it was uh, one day I sat down on my laptop and I thought, I'm going to look for not just a job, not just anything, a, a career, something that gets me going, something that gets me up in the morning. But before I ended up on any job search website, I ended up distracted because I've got the attention span of a goldfish. I ended up on uh, YouTube watching a TEDx video about finding purpose. And it was strange. It was like one of these light bulb moments, these aha moments, an epiphany, if you like, this realisation that, I could use all my experiences throughout my life, whether they be positive or negative. The ro- I've, I've had a pretty roller coaster like life, and I've realized that these experiences come with lessons. But why do the lessons just have to be for me? I realized that I could use my experiences 
to help other people through their toughest times and encourage them to take positive action. And from that day forward, I've entered the world of motivation as primarily as a speaker. Mm. Fantastic. So it's, you've taken your adversities and you've decided to make uh, a, a positive spin on it uh, and, and bring something that's um, you know good to the world, which is um, which is it's fabulous, really. Um, considering the um, you know the challenges that you have, um, you're, it's, um, it's it's fantastic. So let's get um, diving into this um, topic of mindset, and um, you sort of mentioned it already a little bit about mindset, um, and I've I've been doing a bit of um, work around this as well, particularly understanding you know where we are with mindset. Um, but what, if you're introducing or talking about mindset, where where would you generally start, Liam? Usually, when I do a talk regarding mindset and motivation, I have three main topic areas and I feel these are the three areas that have been crucial to my life and I always start with well mindset it's understanding that you know what you can do more than you think you can I don't believe that there's many things that most people cannot do because often we'll have this mindset of it as it's not meant to be or I'm not smart enough or I can't do that maybe in another life years down the line is that saying that tomorrow's the busiest day of the week so my, my starting point would be, do you know what? Find something that you enjoy, something that you like. Look into it and get started. Right. And, and, and also you sort of alluded there, it's about that fear as well. I think a lot of people get stuck in that, that place of fear, don't they? And, and can't seem to make, move forward from that place. Uh, yeah, fear. I think fear and hope controls us the most in life, but I think fear just edges it. People look for a reason not to do things. And the thing is with excuses as well, we'll always rationalise them and say, I've not got the time, I've not got the money, I would if I didn't have children, that sort of thing. And it's excuses because it's fear that's controlling us. We don't want to take that step beyond our comfort zone. But see, when you take a step beyond your comfort zone, you realise that you can do things that you never thought you'd be able to do. If I look back at my school years, I used to shake horribly <laughs> when standing in front of my English class doing a talk, whereas now I can stand up quite comfortably in front of a large audience and tell them quite personal things about my life. And if I was to go back in time and tell myself at school that this is the career that I would follow, I probably would have started laughing and said, nah, no chance. But if I hadn't pushed myself beyond the fear to do it that first time, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be speaking to you today. Mm. So it's, it's amazing what you can do if you just push yourself beyond the fear just that one time. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've been reading um, Carol Dweck's book on mindset recently, and um, that book is very much based on either having a fixed or a growth mindset. And I guess um, you find a lot of people that are stuck in that fixed mindset where they think that their abilities are what they are set and anything outside that is not beyond their capabilities. And, that, and that's one big step in, in the right direction when you actually realise that, you know, you can do it if you really want to. Yeah, it's a, I, I like to see my life as a, like a book or a film even. And I, I'm the, like the, the writer and the director. I get to kind of choose what direction I go in. And I, th I find that's amazing. You can kind of 
you can turn your life into almost anything you want it to be, but a lot of people, and the majority of people, let's be honest, have that fixed mindset to say, well, I can't do that. But I remember, most of my friends as well, they have that belief. Say, oh, no, I don't like my job, but I don't know. I'm just going to stick with it. And I say, no, like, this is your life. You, you can make what you want of it. So it's, it's getting people to understand that, look, you can learn anything. You could figure. You could go in any direction you choose, but you need to take the action first. And that, that's the difficult part because a lot of people just kind of push that aside. They don't really believe it. Hmm. It's, it's it's like um, valuing the process as long as, as as well as the result, isn't it? I think a lot of people fixate about you know if I do this, then I have to get this result. But sometimes you start things. And, you know, where, where you end up isn't exactly where you started off, but actually the thing that's important is actually starting in that direction and see where it takes you. A lot of people are like frozen in one's, in, in their own sort of space, aren't they? Yeah. It's, uh, so, for example, even when I got into the, the speaking thing, I thought it would be, I don't want to say easier, but I didn't think it would be quite as slow as it was to start off with. And the, the, the business plan kind of went out the window. Mm. <laughs> and it's that sort of thing is it's easy to kind of think of the end result. That's what motivates you. But we need to, as you said, enjoy the journey in itself. This is our story. It's Life's not about the end. It's about the entire thing from start to finish. Mm. I think it's because people sort of judge things on the outcome, don't they? But And if you, um, I think when, when people start, when I sort of talk about, you know, starting a business as opposed to having a job. One of the things people can't get their head around is when when they start a, a, a business, that there isn't income straight away. So that straight away sort of blows their mind, thinking, well, you know, I'm used to going to work, getting paid for what I do, and then, you know, that's how it works. When you start a business, you, it, that, that's not the case. You have to put almost effort in, in, in place, you know, put the effort in. You've got to invest money, so put money in rather than uh, receive it. Uh, and, and that big change in the way you look at how you are investing in your future it is a big thing, isn't it? I'm sure when you started, you know, down this route, you, you must have realized that, you know, you have to put a lot of effort in until you start getting that income and make it into actual business. Yeah, you've uh, you've got to spend money before you make money. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so a lot of people as well they'll happily sacrifice a sort of reward that they need to work for for a, an easy kind of comfort, a, an easy wage. And sort of you get paid per hour per week. You get at the end of the month happy days. When you run a business, as as I've realised, that's kind of thrown my head around a little bit as well because it's it's quite uncertain. You don't know how much you're going to make on a certain month. It kind of changes with the wind. Mm. So yeah, it takes a lot of resilience to kind of keep going through that, even though the voice in the back of your head saying, "Ah, just get a job." <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I believe if your business is almost like your purpose, if it's what drives you, if it's what makes your life what it is, then. Even if it, you go through difficult times, then you're going to stick at it if it means so much to you. And to me, that, my business means so much to me. I would never give this up. No matter, mm. no matter how much I struggle with money in the starting stages, I understand that it's going to take time. I'll get mm. there eventually, but it's again back to the, the previous part. It's, it's enjoying the journey. 
I'll be talking about this for years to come, the early days of trying to get from one week to the next, trying to find new clients and that sort of thing. Mm. And yeah, that's, it's in a strange way enjoyable, but it does have its worries. Yeah, but the thing is, what we're doing is that it's, it's taking responsibility, isn't it? It's, it's, it's having total responsibility for yourself and the direction you go, as you've mentioned. If you are working for somebody else, I mean, we're not making any judgment that people have a job. That's that's fine, and you know that's that's quite within the realms of most people. But once you make that decision and take charge, you're taking full responsibility, and and with it, it it becomes you know that extra little bit of spice that you know that everything that you've you've put in is actually and when it comes out, it's because of the effort you put in in the first place. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Yeah. So sort of thing. If you have a job and you make a wrong decision, mm. you may lose your job, but you could also affect somebody else's company. Whereas if you make the wrong decision and you're your own boss and you run your own business, every single bit of liability comes back to you. So it takes a lot of responsibility. It takes a lot of problem solving, figuring things out and making mistakes. Making mistakes, I'd argue that's a good thing because you learn from them. You're, if you make mistakes, it means you're kind of pushing yourself to do new things. And eventually, theoretically, you're going to refine your approach and you're going to make less mistakes and you're going to take yourself in the right direction. But, um, yeah, since the start of this year, I've, uh, I've learned a lot about responsibility and time management and that sort of thing because leading up to this year, I was an extremely lazy person. <laughs> like, I, I'm the most irresponsible I'll get somebody else to do it I don't really care that was until the turn of the year and I feel my character's completely changed this year because I've invested in not just the business but this new side of me this self-improvement but I listen to a lot of self-improvement audiobooks as well and I feel that's made the difference in my life but yeah so so it's part of your day to day is that you are on that, you know, improvement journey uh, and self self um, development is is part of your your mindset. I guess it's it's one of those things that you've got to understand that you you're, you've taken responsibility to develop yourself, and no one else is going to do it for you. So you might as well get on and, and do it yourself, aren't you? Yeah, it's a, even sometimes in the morning when I'm, I'm warm in bed, <laughs> yeah. and I think I really really don't want to get up. <laughs> But I think if I, if I get up at 12 o'clock, then half the day is gone. So, it's yeah, it's, there's nobody, you've not got a boss who's going to phone you up and say, right, get in now. <laughs> you need mm. to do that yourself. And that takes a lot of learning to be able to do that. But see, when you crack it, it's, it's an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Mm. Being able to kind of manage yourself, be responsible for yourself and actually push yourself to do things you, you never thought you could do. Yeah, and and you've mentioned the um, the TED TED talk that you listen to. Is that is and is there anything else that sort of is now you know um, you can see that was pivotal pivotal in in you know the way you look at life now? Because obviously, what you the way you look at life now is a lot different to maybe twelve twelve months ago. Yeah, yeah. The most pivotal part for me, other than that video, was. Again, it was investment in self-improvement. Mm. It was not only that, asking for help as well. I, I kind of categorise, see these self-improvement audiobooks, I categorise that in a way of asking for help because you're learning from other people. Another pivotal point in my life was when I was unemployed, I became quite severely depressed. And again, I asked for help. 
And uh, I went and spoke to a psychologist and to me that kind of saved my life because it was somebody else who was more sort of in a better place to deal with my problems than I was. I was I was in over my head. I was drowning, I was swimming against the tide. Mm. But to ask for help, because a lot of people, they don't want to ask for help because it's perceived as a weakness. But I think it's a strength. I think if you're able to admit that you're out of your depth and you need help, I think that takes courage. So yeah, the two, the two pivotal points for me are investing in self-improvement because that helps me and knowing when I'm out of my depth and being able to ask other people for help. And I think mm. that's a good combination. The two work quite well together to improve my life to a level where I'm now in a fantastic place, the best place I've ever been. Mm, that's great to hear. Uh, and um, I, I just want to pick up on that um, asking for help thing because I think, especially as this is a podcast about you know leadership as such, um, I, lo- I think a lot of people, when they get to a leadership position, think that it's all there, you know, they've got to have all the answers. But, uh, I mean, obviously, as as far as mindset goes, that's not really the place to be. It's actually understanding that you have a, you know, have a role to play, but it's, you're not there to have all the answers. You're just have, you're there to sort of lead your team and those that you are uh, involved with in the right direction. And, you know, everyone within that team has their role to play. And I think that's a, that's a key thing to, to take on board, isn't it? Yeah, well, as the saying goes, teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, I don't believe there's one single human being on this planet that goes through the entirety of their life never asking for help. It's As I said at the very start, I'm an amputee. I've lost both hands and both feet. I've needed to ask for a massive amount of help throughout my entire life. And that's not a weakness because by asking for help, I've been able to improve my life. And if that's not a strength, I don't know what is. Hmm. Yeah, and before we before we um, started um, chatting, I, I wrote down some things, and one of the things that um, I wrote down um, from a little bit of research I do, I, I, obviously our good good friend Google, um, when it came back was um, embracing imperfections, and that's the thing that we um, we talked about. You mentioned about failure, but I think sometimes we fail we um, we uh, focus far too much on our imperfections um, and actually sometimes those imperfections can be, you know, that our point of difference. Um, we can actually, you know, use them in a positive way. And obviously you, you are, you are obviously, uh, you know, you're not imperfections, but your challenges that you have, you're using them in a positive way. And that's, that's the thing. It's a mindset around how can I use this in a positive way rather than, you know, feeling sorry for myself and and expecting people to you know um, almost mind read what you need. Um, you, and you just mentioned about asking for help. People only know unless won't won't know until you actually ask them for that help. And and if you can do that, then that's going to release you from maybe that um, you know that downward spiral that could possibly happen. Yeah, the, the imperfections. It's a, I, I struggled severely as a teenager with my uh, my differences because they're quite noticeable differences let's be honest mm. um, I started to think in quite negative ways of I, I can't speak to those people because I'm different or why would anybody want to be and I started to isolate myself so now I, uh, I adopt the mindset of you know what 
hands and feet don't grow on trees. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to change anytime soon. So sometimes in life, we need to accept our imperfections because see, when we focus on something that we can't change, it consumes us. We become obsessed with it, infuriates us. But what's the point? Because we can't do anything about it. And uh, in, in this case, the imperfections that I was horrified at as a teenager have now become my purpose. Again, I wouldn't be speaking to you today. I wouldn't be following this career. I wouldn't be trying to make a positive impact on the world if it wasn't for these imperfections. So in a way, they're no longer imperfections. Well, they never were. Let's, let's be honest, there's seven billion humans on this planet and mm. there isn't two the same. <laughs> they're all individuals. So yeah, and uh, yeah, asking for help as well. Was, uh, I, as a teenager, when I isolated myself, I didn't ask for any help. To be honest, I was feeling quite miserable, but I thought every Scotsman was miserable, so I just kind of helped. <laughs> and I walked, my way, walked myself away in my bedroom as a teenager, which isn't that abnormal a thing to do, so nobody really noticed. And yeah, I isolated myself, and that kind of made my mind spiral out of control. So yeah, it wasn't until I asked for help that things started going in the right direction, because I was way out of my depth. So, ah, yeah, so that, that's my take on that. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, it's good to hear that, that you, you're, you're in that sort of mindset. Um, I've written something else down here. It says, Ment- um, what mindset is, is the mental inclination or disposition, uh, and, and it's actually what you decide on how you take that and, and what is your disposition and what you've already said. You've, you've made a a decision around that that you know you are going to be that positive influence but it's so easy not to take that route isn't it yeah it's it's uh, it's difficult because negative mindset kind of breeds negative mindset in the same way a positive mindset will breed an even more positive mindset it feeds on each other so mm. see when you're trapped in a negative mindset it's Nine times out of ten, only going to get worse unless you forcefully break from that cycle. So, yeah, that's it's quite a difficult thing. Mm. And I think um, I've I've been reading some stuff as I mentioned, and one of the things I think um, we've all got to realise is that you know our brains are they're not it's not set. Um, we have a uh, if we if we challenge ourselves and we do things, our brain is very adaptable and it has a I think what they call plasticity, uh, and it's one of those words I struggle to say, but it's basically saying that, you know, it's something that will evolve with you if you allow it to. And sometimes we don't, if we don't allow it to, then we'll, all, all, all we do is we, we get stuck and almost probably go in, go in the wrong direction when, you know, the opportunity we have, if we great grasp it and use it, uh, are, are, can be immense. Yeah, it's uh, the brain's an organ, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to, to be honest, it's, it's like a muscle. You need to kind of train it. You need to kind of push it to do more things and kind of keep up with it. And yeah, it, it's an amazing. It's the most complex organ on this planet. There's no other animal with our capabilities. Yeah, most of us just kind of push that aside. We don't realise that. I, I believe that. We can learn almost anything if we put the effort in. We're all capable of doing amazing things, but you first need to realise that you are truly capable of doing it. 
I don't really believe in modesty. I believe that if you can do something, you should big it up, you should chase it, you should take pride in it. And I believe that's what we're all capable of doing. So my purpose is to kind of help people understand that, you know what, we've all got very similar minds. We all have difficulties, we all have strengths and weaknesses, and we've got to start playing to our strengths and even finding new strengths. Mm. And it's it's, it's like um, when we're kids, um, you know, a lot of people um, are, you know, carry that with them um, from, you know, the criticisms that they might have got from whoever might have been, you know, uh, people at school, it might have been teachers, who knows. But sometimes those things get just stuck in our system. And when, you know, going back to the fixed and growth mindset, sometimes you just need to find a way of shaking that off. Um, and there's lots of help out there now, isn't there, that, that you can actually understand how that can affect you and and and, and understand how you can get um, sort of use some certain techniques to actually shed those um, poor thoughts, really, uh, that are sort of holding you back from from your decision making. Yeah, there's a a lot of talk about mental health these days, which is good because in the past, there's I'm not saying the stigma has completely disappeared. However, it's we're in a better place now, better than it's ever been. We're starting to open up and talk about it. So yeah, there's there's different ways of getting help, finding help, asking for help, and even when you bring it up to friends and family nowadays, it's different as how it would have been maybe 20 or 30 years ago so we're definitely improving that way yeah uh, i think as as the message gets out more and more and there's some great books um as we mentioned carol dweck's book but there's also an interesting one that that i've again been uh, rereading actually is, is black box thinking in that um you talk about um when we make decisions and what holds us back sometimes um, it's actually our thoughts about other people, especially when you're in a you know hierarchical sort of uh, setup where you don't think it's your place to make a decision. But actually, if you actually are always in that growth mindset and thinking that you know I'm here to make a difference, it doesn't matter where you are in the pecking order. You you just do what you you think is right. Uh, and that and that's the the message is to you know if you've got something inside you that is actually thinking well actually I don't agree with that and I think that you know that's not the right thing to do or I need to step in it's actually making sure that if there is that inkling is to take that step and not to talk yourself out of it and, and do something like you're doing yeah it's uh, it's like imposter syndrome is so for example there was one time I was standing on the stage and. Uh, I think I got about halfway through the talk and then I just had this random thought of, do I know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Is this my place to say this? Should I maybe just step it back a little bit? And a lot of people have these thoughts. They don't really want to speak up because they think, well, what if I get shot down? What if somebody doesn't like me because I say that? What if I, I'm proved wrong? What if all these what if, what if, what if, what if, all these anxious thoughts feeding on themselves in their head, which holds people back from really saying things or taking positive action in their life. As well, for example, when you tell, I don't know, family members or friends that you're starting a business, then they start telling you all the statistics that like nine out of 10 businesses fail within the first three years and uh, how are you going to do that? You've had no business experience and it's that sort of thing. You, you have this... 
in your head and you're not sure whether you want to kind of be brave and take action anyway or whether you want to just kind of stay away and just pretend you never thought about it. So it's, yeah, I still struggle with that myself sometimes. I sometimes sit down during the day and I'm doing business-related stuff and I'll think, I'm way out of my depth here. Should I just give up? (laughs) But like I said, I've got a purpose and I don't plan on giving up anytime soon, no matter how bad the thoughts get. Yeah, yeah, and you've got that drive, and that's going to keep you going. Uh, that's, that's great to hear. Um, and and you've mentioned it there is that other, the influence of others on your mindset as well. You know, if you're, however hard you are, or trying to make sure that you stay in that positive growth mindset, the influence of others, which is sort of what I've alluded to and what I said before, is is always there. And it's actually having a strategy around not allowing that to um, take over and, and be too influential when you, you, you actually know why you're doing something. Yeah, it's a, it's quite a difficult one because humans are social creatures. We value other people being around us and communication. So we really want to tell people other things, but a lot of the time it gets shot down. And I, to be honest, I think we're living quite a pessimistic culture in the UK especially and especially Scotland as well. <laughs> I think it's the weather because I'm going to be honest, your surroundings can make a difference to you. If you're mm. surrounded by pessimistic people and grey clouds, <laughs> you're going to have quite a dull mindset. So sometimes in life, for example, this year especially, I've started to question who I speak to and what I tell them. And I'm starting to notice the sort of the attitudes of other people because it really does have an impact on you. If you're surrounded by pessimism all the time, you're eventually going to become quite pessimistic yourself. You're told that you can't do something. You're going to start to believe it if you're told enough times. So, yeah, it's understanding who to speak to, who to surround yourself with. And I, honestly, I, I don't think the weather helps, but we can't help that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so we're a combination of the five people that we spend most time with. Uh, they're sort of a common things. But actually, you put another element here is, uh, yeah, it's that um, the weather. I think that's that sad, sad syndrome, is it? When we, we don't get enough sun? I think it's, I that's what they call it. I can't quite remember, to be honest. There's like a <laughs> D deficiency or something. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> We're being Pacific to uh, Scotland here, but obviously yeah, you're in the right place to do that, being a Scot. So, you know, I couldn't possibly comment. Um, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I'll leave you to do that and take the flak. Um, so uh, one of the things that I, 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 um, I wrote down also, because I've made some notes, as I mentioned, is um, when, when you... When uh, one of the strategies you can use, uh, I don't know if you come across this, is actually when when there's something that you have to do and you haven't done it before, using the word yet is is quite powerful. So in other words, um, I have so I haven't run a business yet, or I haven't successfully started a business yet, or whatever. You, when you put yet in it, it actually says, well, you know, yet means that I will one day, and it almost gives you permission, doesn't it, to say, well, one day I will be able to do it although at the moment I might be struggling a bit. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant word, actually, because it it makes everything a possibility. Is I've not done this yet, I've not done that yet, not a, not a millionaire yet. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of opens your mind, because when you say, I'm not this, it basically puts it down as a fact that that's not what you are, just leave it. Hmm. But if you say, I'm not this yet, it keeps it open. It's open-ended. You never know if you take the positive action towards making it happen. It's a possibility. 
Yeah, it's, and it's all about uh, you know setting that intention. It makes it quite clear. And, and we are very much, and it's, it's a weird thing, but our brains are actually listening to what we're saying, and it's, it sort of takes it back in a bit, I think. And uh, you know, if you say something like that, you're almost like um, registered. Okay, okay, it's not now, but maybe in the future, sort of thing. It, and you know, I don't know enough about this stuff. There's people that far, know more, far too, um, more than what I do, but it, it's it's actually making sure that you you watch your language as well, isn't it? I'm sure that's something that you've got to make sure that you don't um, start speaking the wrong words, which um, ultimately lead to that wrong mindset. Yeah, the uh, the way we speak to ourselves is what matters most, because <laughs> we can't escape our own head. It's the company we keep 24 hours a day, even when we're asleep our head's still communicating with us. So if we're continually reinforcing negative thoughts, saying, not good enough, can't do that, don't even bother. If that's all you listen to day in, day out, you're going to believe it. It's your own head. Why would you distrust yourself? So, yeah, it's uh, it's extremely important. And that's one of the differences in my life as well, is, uh, especially when I was depressed. I, I, I was thinking thoughts such as pathetic, not good enough. Hmm. it's just yeah. you're not going to achieve anything whereas now it's more of a mindset of I'm in the right direction I'm not perfect but who is I'm taking positive action and who knows what this could become I'm already enjoying the journey as it is now so I'm already in a good place so even hmm. the difference in the way that I'm thinking my own mindset it's completely transformed and flipped my life yeah fantastic well sadly Liam our time is running out um, um, and it's getting to the point where um, we wrap up at the end with some uh, top tips so um, if we are sort of going to finish off and and um, leave listeners with some things that they can take away and summarize what we talk about in a way I suppose what would those three top tips uh, be as far as you're concerned when I do a, a motivation and mindset talk I have three categories or three areas that I feel have been crucial to my life and any time my life's been in a positive state and that is mindset, action and resilience. You need a positive mindset in order to believe that you can make positive things of yourself. However, thinking alone is not going to make a positive impact on your life. So you need to back it up with action. You need to take positive action and get yourself on the right tracks. But you need to stick at it, you need to stay resilient, you can't just give up after one attempt, you need to stay at it. So the three top tips are mindset, action and resilience. Brilliant, that makes that sums it up very nicely. Thank you so much for your time today, Liam. I, I am in awe of what you do. Um, I wish you every success in the future. For now, I will say, um, yeah, have a great day. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out the reluctantleader.academy and if you get a chance, please leave a review on whichever platform you have been listening and also share the love by sharing the episode with someone who would benefit. Leadership is a choice. If you have the right mindset, know the process to follow and the key skills to use at each point in the process, you have everything you need to leave a lasting legacy. Don't forget to put into action anything that has struck a chord in this episode and until next time, be the best you can be.